story with me Love who you want to be, who you are Learn these lessons and we'll go far It's story time Story time Story time with Mama G Hello, hello It is Mama G here And you are listening to the podcast edition of Storytime with Mama G. How are you all? Thank you so much for joining me. As ever, it is delightful to have you all here. Gives me a warm feeling right in my heart, you know. Don't forget, before we go any further, that you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. You just need to search for at Mama G Stories, and I might be worth following you know my darlings because you are listening to the minorest of minor internet celebrities i'm just going to show off for you for a minute because recently i I was uh, read out on a podcast by two of the most famous drag queens in the world latrice royale and manila luzon very exciting on their podcast the chop because you see last week on rupaul's drag race uk Uh, Episode 9, I think it was, season 2. They did a pantomime dame runway. And I knew the moment that I saw that runway that the American Rootcap podcast, which I do listen to, were not going to be able to explain what a pantomime dame is. So I thought I would step in and help two of my favourites understand what we pantomime dames do. And not only did I help them understand, but they read my email out on the podcast I, I am well, I'm thinking of getting a booking agent now because I'm sure the bookings will go through the roof because I'm now not famous but you're here and you're listening to me and that's absolutely marvellous because I have a very exciting story for you today I'm even going to rap for you I know you weren't expecting that were you and this story is called Shakespeare is so gay. And the reason I have done a story about Shakespeare is because this week is Shakespeare week. And Shakespeare is a very interesting person. Not only a very good writer, but he did, of course, have a very interesting personal life, which may or may not have included some infatuations with Earls. So, uh, very exciting stuff, but more about that in the story. And now it is time for story time with Mama G. wasn't having a good day at school. It was cold and misty outside, which meant the school had the heating turned right up, and this made Harry feel agitated. In fact, it made the whole school feel tense, and Harry was bearing the brunt of it. Harry didn't know why, but he had always attracted attention from everyone, and usually not the good kind. 
If he was to hazard a guess, it might have been that, even for a year nine, he was really tall, which meant that he stood out a mile. Or it could be that he liked to dance down the corridors with his girlfriends. Or even that his uniform was always modified to be more fashion. Essentially, as a few of the teachers put it, Harry is theatrical. And on this particularly tense Tuesday afternoon, moving between classes, Harry was getting some unwanted attention. Where are you going? said Ben, stopping Harry in his tracks. Ben was in Harry's year, but was the school's most feared bully. This was no mean feat for a year nine. He'd had to knock a number of year elevens off the top spot. And knock them he had. I'm going to class, muttered Harry. Class in what? Being gay. <laughs> He'd said it just loud enough that laughter could be heard down the corridor. I'm going to drama, actually, if you'll let me pass. Harry loved drama class. He wasn't going to be on the telly any time soon, but it was the one place where being himself was not just accepted, it was useful and celebrated. It was where Harry was king. If only he could get there. I said, let me pass. Or what? provoked Ben. You'll blow me a kiss. Just get out of my way, please. Ben did that thing where he had no reasonable reason to carry on. So he just pushed Harry. Harry flew back against the wall. His bag fell off his back and as it hit the floor it spilled open. All the books fell out and scattered themselves on the floor. There were all sorts of textbooks. Maths, science, geography. But what did Ben pick up? Shakespeare's love sonnets. Ben laughed and threw the book in Harry's face. You're gross. Shakespeare is so gay. Harry stayed slumped against the wall as Ben ran to his next class. There was a concerned silence from other kids in the corridor, but it didn't last long. They had to get to lessons too. As Harry sat there by himself, the only sound he could hear was the word gay going round in his head. Especially the way that Ben had said it, like it was a joke or something to be sneered at. Was Harry a joke? When Harry eventually got to class, his drama teacher, Mrs. Wellington, was very cross. Where have you been? You're always late. Harry was Mrs. Wellington's best student, but he seemed to have so little respect for her lessons. He'd be late, distracted, and today he was getting very agitated. We all know why, but Mrs. Wellington was none the wiser. See me after class, Harry. When the bell rang, it didn't just mean it was the end of the lesson. It meant it was the end of the day. Harry breathed a sigh of relief. All he had to do was get home in one piece and he could relax. He gathered his things together and started to walk out. 
Mrs. Wellington called him back. Harry, we need to talk about your behaviour. What is going on? Sometimes you just need that one person you trust to say something at the right time. Harry told Mrs. Wellington all about Ben, the things he'd been saying, and how they'd made Harry feel. And then he said, Shakespeare is so gay. Well, said Mrs. Wellington, Ben wasn't far off. Some people think that Shakespeare was pretty gay. Really? Oh, yes. And she told Harry all about it. So, when Ben uses the word gay, why does he make it sound like a bad thing? That's called a slur. He sees being gay as a bad thing, and he knows his use of the word will upset you. But what we're going to do, Harry, is we're going to put him right. Shakespeare is one of the most famous people in the world. And if he was even just a little bit gay, imagine how amazing gay people must be. That afternoon, they both stayed late at school, working on something special for the next day's assembly. The head teacher had just finished a rather boring talk about 9F's trip to the local museum. The room was getting restless. Harry needed to get onto the stage soon. And now, said the head teacher in stentorian tones, please welcome Harry from 9G with a rap about Shakespeare. Great, <laughs> Ben shouted, disguising it as a cough. Yes said Harry. Gay. That's what I'd like to talk to you about. Hello everybody, it's Harry, here to tell you about Shakespeare and me. I'm a bit gay and so was he, so get ready to be steady for some history. Shakespeare maybe loved a bloke, the third Earl of Pembroke. He liked men to be Baroque, so the Earl of Southampton he also spoke. In his plays you might well see, men dress as women and be well pretty. Girls love girls in some stories, and men love men when they're dressed as ladies. If this is all too intensive, don't get on the defensive. I don't want to be offensive, and I won't drop the quill because the quill is expensive. Gay's not a slur, you see. Gay is Shakespeare and me. Set yourself free, let me be me. Shakespeare said it best. Dressed as girl and yes you guessed. Those three words had it in the bag. They gave us the idea to come up with drag. That's why I'm a fan. Shakespeare was an everyman. You can see you in his plays. Honey, me too and his gay ways. Gay's not a slur, you see. Gay is Shakespeare and me. Set yourself free, let me be me. Don't be afraid to be you. To thine own self be true. Quill drop.
At the side of the hall, Mrs. Wellington was beaming with pride. Towards the front, Harry's girlfriends were screaming and clapping. And at the back, Ben was shifting uncomfortably in his seat. I was right, Ben shouted out. Shakespeare was so gay. <laughs> Ben's friends guffawed with laughter. But that was pretty cool, actually, Harry, mate. Well done. And he never called Harry gay again. Because if Harry was even a little bit like Shakespeare, then he might just be at least a little bit awesome. Of course, sincerely hope that you enjoyed that story. It's vaguely inspired by my book of the week from last week, Me, My Dad and the End of the Rainbow by Benjamin Dean, because I have avidly been reading that book this week and I have enjoyed it so much that I felt it was inevitable that I was going to write a story set in a school that was directly going to address one of the main characters being gay. And that is what I've presented for you today, and I hope you enjoyed it. Now, there was some educational content in there as well. What I will say is it's mostly contained within the rap, so you might have to listen to the rap a few times to get the educational points, but they mostly were that Shakespeare wrote some love sonnets and love sonnet number 20, I mean, he wrote hundreds, but love sonnet number 20, specifically, historians believe to be about a man that Shakespeare was really in love with. And it might be the third Earl of Pembroke, or it might be the third Earl of Southampton. They're not sure. What the historians do know is that both the Earl of Southampton and the Earl of Pembroke uh, were very handsome and that Shakespeare obviously liked third earls. He wasn't interested in the first earl or the second earl or the fourth earl, specifically the third earl. And of course Shakespeare uh, wrote many, many, many amazing parts for lady actors or actresses as you will. Uh, let's think um, Ophelia, Desdemona, Titania, Juliet, of course. And then there's the one you can't say because it's really bad luck. But we'll call her Lady M. But the funny thing about these roles is that they would have all been played by men. Because at this point in British history, women weren't allowed to be on the stage. So quite often, you had two men playing a very serious love scene with each other. But one of them was dressed as a lady. And then, of course, you have plays such as Twelfth Night, which involves a lot of cross-dressing, because one of the characters, Olivia, I want to say, no, no Viola, it's Viola, she dresses as a man. In order to work for the Lady Olivia, the Lady Olivia is infatuated with 
Duke Orsino. And Viola gets a job with the Duke. No, with Lady Olivia to send messages to the Duke. But then the Duke becomes infatuated. Oh, it's a bit confusing. But essentially, the... Uh, Lady Olivia believes herself to be in love with uh, a Viola dressed as a boy. And Orsino believes himself to be in love with Viola dressed as a girl, although they have met dressed as a boy. Uh, a bit confusing. But fortunately, my book of the week will help you sort this situation out. So shall we get on to that? Yes. Yes, all right. Let's do it. Here we go. Now, this section today would be better off being called the Books of the Week because I am indeed going to recommend 16 books. You see, there are a set of books and we won't talk about them all individually, so do not panic. What I would like to recommend to you today is The Shakespeare Stories by Andrew Matthews and illustrated by Tony Ross. You all know how much I love Tony Ross, especially his work with Gene Willis. He is a Quinton Blake-esque illustrator and they're very playful and wonderful illustrations. Now, Andrew Matthews has adapted 16 of Shakespeare's plays. Shakespeare did write rather more than that, but these are the highlights, if you will, and made them easier to read and to understand for young readers, and some might even say adults too, because Shakespeare isn't for everyone, you know. I find Shakespeare very complicated to follow sometimes, and sometimes I don't. Usually it's, it's down to the production. Also, how tired I am, how interested I am. I'm not so keen on the histories, you'll see. They're quite pedantic, but I do enjoy the comedies, and I like a good grisly one, like Troilus and Cressida, lots of war in that. Lady Macbeth, lots of blood and guts. Always very exciting stuff to watch. Now, in this series, we have A Midsummer Night's Dream, Macbeth, Romeo and Juliet, The Tempest, Hamlet, Twelfth Night, Antony and Cleopatra, Much Ado About Nothing, The Merchant of Venice, Henry V, Julius Caesar, As You Like It, Othello, The Taming of the Shrew, Richard III, and King Lear. Now, in there are several of my favourite Shakespeare plays, my absolute favourite being As You Like It. I think it's so magical. It's all set in forests, you see, and everybody's running around, falling in love, and then there's these strange scenes where there's shepherds, and I played one of the shepherds once, yes. And Othello is another favourite of mine, very dramatic. It's all about the human condition, that one. There's lots of betrayal. Oh, it's a, a gut-wrenching play, that is. Now, there are some of my favourites which are missing. Uh, one of them is Pericles, which I was in at uh, SFA University in Texas, and uh, with Amy, actually, who you know will appear on my uh, Facebook Lives and it will be in my shows when you come and see them. And uh, Pericles is wonderful. It's like an adventure, it is. Uh, and also, well, Troilus and Cressida, which I already mentioned. And another one, which I'm sure is very hard to adapt for young readers, is Titus Andronicus. But it's a bit grisly. Maybe it's a bit too grisly, that one. I've not actually seen it. Uh, but I think I'd like to. 
And this book, I've been reading the reviews, and this set of books have got the most marvellous reviews. People saying that they've had children read them because they like the horrible histories, and then they've gone on to want to read the full plays. Just hope the full plays didn't put them off. Uh, but I think this is a really marvellous collection. The books themselves are only around 60 pages long, so that's quite short. Uh, they're published by Hachette Children's Group. Now, they've been out since 2003, so they're almost 20 years old. But, of course, I was at drama school at that point, so I was supposed to know everything about Shakespeare already. Uh, now, you can get them from bookshop.org using my podcast Book of the Week reading list. And you can buy them as individual copies there at a discounted price. Thank you ever so much, Bookshop. Or you can get the entire collection in a lovely box set. But that does appear to only be available on Amazon. Let me just double check. I'm double checking that live for you now. This is very, very exciting times as I look at a website that you can't see. Yes, it does appear to only be available via Amazon. But what you're looking for on either website is The Shakespeare Stories by Andrew Matthews with illustrations by Tony Ross, a wonderful introduction to the incredible storytelling world of Shakespeare. Enjoy. Will, here we find ourselves at the end of another episode of Storytime with Mamaji. Thank you ever so much, everyone, for joining me. Now, I do have some exciting things coming up, which I would love to tell you about. I would. This Sunday, 1pm UK time on Glitterbeam Radio, it will be Glitter Kids with Mamaji, and I will be playing songs inspired by Shakespeare. I haven't looked for them yet, so if I struggle, then uh, it'll be something else. And that's always marvellous fun on Glitterbeam Radio. Lovely something to do on a Sunday afternoon. Then Sunday evening at 6pm UK time, I will be reading Old MacDonald Had a Phone by the glorious Jean Willis and the aforementioned Tony Ross. It's a really wonderful book about internet safety, uh, but it's also very funny. And uh, Tuesday, March the 23rd at 4pm UK time, I will be on the YouTube channel for Tramshed, which is a local arts organisation here in South East London. And I will be telling some stories, but also creating stories with all of you. So do join me on uh, Tuesday, March 23rd at 4pm. You just need to go to YouTube and find the Tramsheds channel. And then, of course, don't forget April the 3rd. So just a couple of weeks away, Mama G's Storytime Extravaganza, my uh, live theatre show just for Easter, will be uh, live streaming from Stanley Arts into your homes via Zoom. It's at 2pm on April the 3rd and links to watch the show are only £5. Isn't that a bargain? And you can get them at petitepantos.com. So do join me there. And you'll also be pleased to know that copies of my book, The Fairies, Fran and Vera, are also available from the PetitePantos.com website. And uh, you can get them signed. 
you can get them unsigned, but they are cheaper than they are available elsewhere. So do get taking a look at the website. And don't forget you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Just search for at Mamaji Stories. If you have enjoyed the podcast, then please do leave a review wherever you listen. Uh, subscribe, of course, and share it with your friends. And I will see you all next week. Au revoir. It's story time with Mama G. Come and hear a story with me. Love who you want to be, who you are. Learn these lessons and we'll go far. It's story time. Story time. Story time with Mama G.